Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, March 4th, 2021. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio, www.patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. If you're not on there, I, I don't know what you're doing. I was say, what are you there doing with your life? Twiddling your damn thumbs, trying exactly. to... Exactly. Go to Trader Joe's on a Sunday. What are you doing, idiots? Absolute fools. So stop that. We got some chaos happening in the background where you're at. I love New York, (laughs) you guys. City of excitement. And the city that never sleeps. Or wakes because we're dormant. (laughs) Or does what it's supposed to, or doesn't interrupt this podcast. But here we are, ladies and gents. We're going to talk about theater news. We're going to hope that the food that I ordered does not happen during this episode. (laughs) And yet it will. It will. And yet it It will. So, yeah, yesterday Matt and I talked about um, kind of like uh, the Tony Award voting system and how that's going. I'm sure you're very keen on this, Ashley, because it's been a a hot issue for Broadway radio, as is like the entire Broadway community. So, but another, you know, big part of all of this is like opening our theaters back up. Yeah. Like that's, that's the other like big issue that we're like, hey, when's that happening? That, so that I care more about than the Tonys because I, oh, are, the, are the Tonys a hot issue? Cause they feel really cold to me. <gasps> uh, like, okay. Really? Actually, like, uh, oh, Jesus. Well, it's some, I guess, good news. So a number of Broadway venues will begin opening in April for a series of live performance pop-up events that could establish the safety protocols needed for the theater theater industry's eventual return. Um, Beginning with the Schubert organization, you're familiar, um, the Music Box Theater on 45th. Yeah, 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 you know. You know about the Evan Hansen. You know that he wrote a a letter. Um, (laughs) So among other venues, the Music Box Theater has been like the premier Broadway theater that has talked about this for the NY pops up program that we're going to actually talk about later in the show. But the Mm. series is being overseen by producer Scott Rudin and Jane Rosenthal. So I'm assuming that the series will screw over women of color. Correct. Correct, Yeah. Yeah, Probably what's going to happen. So (laughs) the pop-ups theater festival has been announced kind of like yesterday and it has these like quote, flexible venues disclosed by Andrew Cuomo. Do you remember mm. Andrew Cuomo? He was in the no. news for a while. No. Um, yeah. And then we forgot. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, he's still, we forgot. He, I was going to say, he's still in the news. <laughs> Hopefully it stays yeah. that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is slated to begin around like April 2nd because outdoor events began on February 20th. So here's hoping that the once respected Governor Cuomo will prioritize getting members of the arts sector vaccinated. Because <laughs> was, was he once respected? Not by me. So, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I enjoyed my friend doing these, like, my friend Maria Dakotas, if you haven't watched her videos, like, mm-hmm. doing the lip sync of Governor Cuomo. It's better than his oh, actual press go. briefing. So, I appreciate what it did for her comedy career. I don't appreciate, much like, better. this man. Much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So a spokesman on behalf of Actors' Equity Association said that much like workers in the restaurant industry, our members lack the ability to socially distance throughout their entire work days. You know, like when you're dancing, when you're performing, like you can't uh, for what we're probably going to try to do. There's no way that you can completely socially distance. You know, it's just not it's just not possible. Um, So making the vaccines critical for maintaining a safe workspace, workplace is kind of like at the forefront of all of this. So 
they look forward to working with the state to reopen the arts, but the truth is, is that they're going to have to be vaccinated to do it. You know, that's just, that's just the reality of all of this. That's the way it's going to be. Yep. Yeah. So the use of Broadway theaters is being coordinated by the New York State Department of Health and NY pops up in collaboration with theater operators. And today's announcement described the process as Broadway's own pilot program. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I'm curious as to how this is going to work, but I also, I'm yeah. excited about it because it just means people are taking initiative. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, we, you know, we've talked about it several times on the show, just like theater sh- should be used for something, whether it's mm-hmm. vaccination sites, whether it's small events. Um, and also talked about that, like in terms of Madison Square Garden, things opening, yeah. you know, having, you know, maybe one night only events for theater there. You never know what could happen, but it's good to see you know, we're getting to a place where we're having the conversation of, okay, we can at least move towards reopening because it's been so long. We're just like, well, reopening will happen eventually. It'll yeah. happen someday. It's it'll happen weird- in the vague. Yeah. It, <laughs> it'll happen in the vague time when, you know, we're vaccinated. And now that people are getting vaccinated, including me on this March 4th, uh, people getting vaccinated, we are now at least closer to that said reopening and getting people back into theaters, whether it's just like pop-up events, whether it's, you know, very short runs for a while, mm-hmm. will remains to be seen. But yeah, it's something. That's exciting. Also, yes, I, I've been keeping up with your vaccination journey and I'm really excited for you. Yay! <laughs> yay. That's going to be great. So before we yeah. get into the rest of the news, we're going to take a moment and we're going to talk about our sponsor, Audible. So Audible, you guys know, is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment in the world. They have the largest selection of audiobooks, original entertainment, and thousands of popular podcasts. And we know that you listen to podcasts because you're freaking listening yeah. to us right now. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, it's us. Ding Hi. dong. Um, <laughs> as an Audible member, you get credit every month that you can redeem for any title in their entire premium catalog. So whether that's their latest bestseller, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir, because we all love a memoir. Memoir. Uh, uh, memoir, ooh, darling. Ooh. Um, Ooh, so even if you're like, it. oh, I need to get that one off of my bucket list. If it's a classic, you've always wanted to get into it. This is the time to get into it. You don't have to crack yeah. open a book that's been sitting on your shelf. You can just clue into Audible. A clue into Audible. Look, uh, you know, we're a theater podcast, so we would be remiss to not talk about theater offerings on there. Talked about many times the fact that they've got Seawall Life with Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Sturge on there. Latin History for Morons with John Leguizamo. Um, I've talked as often as possible about legal mm-hmm. immig- Alan Cummings Legal Immigrant, which was one of my favorite cabarets of like the last five years. Mm-hmm. And it exists to listen to on Audible. Amazing. They've also got like their new spring slate that's coming out, including, as I mentioned on the show the other day, there's The Sound Inside. The Tony nominated The Sound Inside with uh, Mary Louise Parker. There's so much else that's coming out. Um, Mugabe, My Dad and Me by Tondurai Munyevu. We've got Hop the A, written by James Anthony Tyler. Men's Health, written by Daniel Goldfarb. Brutal Imagination, written by Cornelius Yeti. So, so much to look forward to coming up in Audible, and so much to, you know, check out now. There's an abundance of things to check out. Yeah, there's so many, and I'm glad that you mentioned all those theatrical releases, because hello, this is the audience. So, with an Audible membership, you can download titles and listen offline anywhere, anytime. Like, literally you can go to the bathroom and listen to that i know i talk about the bathroom a lot i feel like this is inappropriate but like 
there are just so many times when I'm in there and I'm tweezing my brow, my one brow, mm. and I'm thinking like <laughs> I could be listening to something. And instead of listening to Phoebe Bridgers and crying a lot, I could be listening to a good book. Yeah. So uh, that's also a good choice, though. Oh, thank so. you. Yeah. See, I appreciate this sister support. Yeah. Um, the there Audible app is free dollars, free F R E E, and can be installed on all of your smartphones, devices, tablets, whatever. You can go from listening on one device to another, and Audible will bookmark your spot for you. So to get in on all that, you can visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text, we are in the future now, text Broadway Radio to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. And one more time, because I like talking, visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio <laughs> or text Broadway Radio to 500-500. All right, so let's clarify some of the pop-up theater stuff that we were talking about earlier. So, yeah, because yeah, I, I was like, what does all this mean? So David Rockwell has joined forces with, I'm going to say this very clearly, Tate. T-A-I-T. <laughs> I don't need any of this going viral in a weird yeah. way. It's, yeah, he's yeah. joined forces with Tate, um, a global leader in the design and construction of solutions for live events to create Open Stage NYC, which is a new initiative that utilizes portable staging to help arts organizations move to outdoor performances right now in the spring. So... Last year, the Rockwell Group, uh, you know, David Rockwell, we just mentioned him, uh, launched Dine Out NYC to advocate for public spaces for restaurants and outdoor dining. So the New York Hospitality Alliance and the NYC Department of Transportation is joining forces with him. Like, obviously, he's already been doing this. So it's not like we're getting some randos to try to, like, figure out staging. Like, they've literally been doing these initiatives. well. Right. So it made me feel really good about the whole thing. And as as is with Dine Out NYC, the effort is pro bono. So they're doing this to help instill the arts, to help, like, New York get its feet back on the ground, basically. Um, Tate is using equipment from its vast reconfiguration staging inventory to create unique, quick deploying staging systems. So they understand that this is going to have to be something that can like put together fast and be taken down fast. Like this yeah, is not, yeah. hey, Lo- load, in, <laughs> load in, load out really quickly. These yeah. are and, and literally when I was reading this, I was like, oh, this is like when you're doing 1X p- competition play and you mm-hmm. have to like run in and put the stage together in 60 seconds with your crew crew, i.e. the actors in the show. Like, if any of you did competition high school one act, please at us because you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so that's why I'm really excited to hear about this. The package also includes, like, a partial overhead truss, stage lighting, audio equipment. Additionally, like, um, they're going to be headquartered in NYC and Tate's producing arm is playing a key role in the execution partner for the exciting endeavor. So I'm, I'm really pumped hmm. about this. Like, other venues that have been mentioned have been like the Apollo as far as like non like exact like theater theater ones um like Harlem Stage uh St. Anne's Warehouse you I'm sure you know very well mm-hmm. yeah so this is exciting I was happy to learn that like the people that were in charge of this are not just like some ding dongs that are like well yeah we right. would do outdoor theater like these people have been making sure that people can dine outside safely exactly like, and- they've been a- 
They've been well invested in it yeah. for as long as they've needed to be. So yes, very encouraging. And as you said, that you know, not just some randos that are stepping <laughs> off the streets to do this. It, again, people that have that have the experience that know what to do and know what to do to make sure that everyone is you know safe. Yeah, it's nice. And I don't know if you'll be attending any of these shows, but I look sure. forward. To, uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to I'll check it out safely attending anything. It's just in this moment no i don't feel like i can do that but <laughs> i think with more of these installments i'll be uh, more comfortable and the more vaccinations absolutely. like you absolutely see that's why i'm like yeah of course i'll go do it Give me, <laughs> uh, let's talk to me in five weeks and yeah i'll go to whatever you want me to go to <laughs> so you and i talk a lot about grant funding i feel like on the show like literally when the mm. news breaks about grant funding you and i are the ones to talk about it so yeah, we got to talk about we'll, that. We'll quickly like uh, get into some of this. So the New York State Council on the Arts just announced that 1,225 arts and culture organizations across the New York State will receive $40 million in grant funding. I'm pumped. I, anytime there's grant funding Excellent. for the arts, like, let's freaking do it. Um, so this Always. year... The uh, New York State Council of the Arts awarded $31 million of its total awards to organizations with operating budgets under $5 million. So, and guys, like, just so you know, especially in New York City, like, $5 million is freaking chump change for the arts. Like, mm -hmm. I know it seems like a big number, but it's really not. <laughs> uh, the program will focus on providing access to the arts for historically underrepresented communities, thank God, including African-American, uh, Caribbean, Latinx, Asian, Native American, LGBTQIA, and immigrant communities. Underrepresented populations are also reached through um, the same organization for state and local partnership programs. And I'm just, I'm for, I'm just excited that they've also like channeled into the fact that like the communities that need this aren't just like, oh, we represent mm -hmm. these people that you've not normally listened to. It's also yeah. like the community matters just as much. So, yeah, I'm excited to see this. Very, very much so. As always, you know, for especially underrepresented communities mm -hmm. getting any kind of money, thank goodness for that. And also, <laughs> very, very little amount of money considering how much money the arts bring into New York State every year, which is, a bit, I believe, half of its state tourism mm -hmm. and then like hundreds of billion dollars love it <laughs> like, love to see it right you know? like so maybe a little bit more money is warranted there you go so um we'll, we'll see what happens and hopefully we'll hear more about the voices that are getting this funding into this year and into the next so here's hoping so of course it would not be a, a march uh show with ashley and i without talking about women's history month so, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. We're talking about Women's Day on Broadway. Yeah. I don't have you ever attended this? Have we talked about it? Um, I've attended one okay. uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I, yes. I I think I've talked about this like with Matt, especially like I that was the last thing I did when shutdown happened was attend the Women's Day on Broadway oh, nice. event with Very Hillary nice. Rodham Clinton and it's just oh, yeah. so it's just so wild that, that was the last thing because people were like kind of weird about going because we were already starting to get like you know, some some trickling in of like, yeah. hey, I think something's about oh, to go yeah. down. Something's weird is happening. Something yeah. weird is Some happening. Yeah. And literally, like, uh, people were declining to go. So it was a lot easier to get in because it's a free event. So let me just give you kind of a lowdown. So sure. Disney on Broadway's fourth annual Women's Day on Broadway event celebrating uh, International Women's Day will be held virtually on March 12th, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, per usual. Um, so previously announced 
on for the two hour event. The theme is going to be reflecting courageously, transforming collectively. And it coincides with the one year mark, like I just a lot, said. A lot of, a lot of words. Yeah. So it's coinciding again with like the one year mark since Broadway shut down due to COVID-19. Like yeah. I said, the last thing I freaking did was attend this event. And I was like, I don't want to hear me roar. I can do theater. And they were like, think again, bitch. Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> sorry. It's not happening. Um, so one of the uh, conversations that's going to be held is Broadway's Moms, How Life Goes On When the Show Doesn't, and Broadway's Second Act, a conversation about moving beyond intention. So a big thing that, and and I'll get more into like who's going to be there, but one of the great things about Women's Day on Broadway for me is that they talk about things we can literally do. You know, I don't, I can't subscribe to an event that's like, women are important and women, we need equality in right. the workplace. It's like, no <laughs> shit, Sherlock, yeah. tell me how we can do exactly. this. Like, <laughs> Because it's also, uh, you know, women are amazing. The, the, the theme of some of the events are women are amazing. Yeah, well, why aren't we on your stages, in your writers' rooms, directing your shows, et cetera, et cetera? So we clearly cannot be that amazing to you. Yeah. Like, so one of the conversations is Broadway's second act, and it's moderated by Deborah Roberts, and it's going to focus on actionable steps that can be taken to ensure increased representation there of BIPOC women. In boardrooms, writing rooms, rehearsal rooms, because I think that's something that we often forget about is like, it's not just like, oh, well, I want to be in the audition room. I know, sure. but I also want to know about the people behind the table Always. because I don't care that you want to do Caroline or change if the people that are doing Caroline or change are a, a bunch of the same guys mm-hmm. that have been doing it for years. Yeah. You know, so I think it's just, it's all about equitable distribution of like power. And I think that that's going to, play a key role into these conversations. Uh, if you want to know more information about this, you can go to womenofbroadway.com. You can also watch past uh, conversations on all, all the time online um, from different Women's Down Broadway events that I highly recommend. They're really inspiring. Like I said, I was super inspired last year and, and then, then the world crumbled. And then boom. And then boom. <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, about, I, your, I hope sorry about your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it would be great for you and I to do a show after the event, Ooh. just like talking about what we took took away from we it, what that. we thought might have been missing. I think that would be great. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm on board. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. I love to, I love to hear hey. that. So that's happening. Hey. You guys heard yeah. it. She can't back out. <laughs> God, crap. All right. No, she writing it down. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> hear my pencil scratching. <laughs> Oh, wow. She's committed. She's committed to this bit. So uh, finally, for our feel good, (laughs) she's committed. Finally, we're going to talk about some feel good recommendations. Um, Kara Lindsay, who I don't know if you worship Kara Lindsay's anything, but she's she's she was wonderful in Newsies. She's amazing as a Glinda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just love her. We stand Um, Anthony Lee Medina. If you love him from Hamilton. I also love him from mm-hmm. Hamilton. Uh, lots of people were featured in this Janine Tesori tribute Aww. video. I love her so much. You just mentioned Carolina yeah. Change too. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. What a queen. Yes, Janine Tesori. Yeah. So definitely watch that. We'll include a link here. Do you have any like feel good recommendations, Ashley? Going on? No. Or are you like that's, that's it? That's it. That's it, baby. Uh, You're like that's all I can do to feel good. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm getting the vaccine later today. That's my feel good recommendation. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out of this okay. month already. It's March. I'm- We're recording on March third. 
And I'm just, that's all right. We can skip ahead to April. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Fast forward. Okay. Fast forward. Uh, One last thing. I got an email and I'm sure you did as well. And our Patreons should have. And if you didn't, weird. Uh, Jennifer Ashley Tepper is going to be on this week on Broadway. Yeah, she's fantastic. I'm so excited for that conversation. Anything that she like attaches herself to, I always get invested in because she's such She's such an incredible theatrical historian. Yes. And I think that we forget that because we're like, yeah, she like loves Joy Kana stuff. And like she did. And I'm like, yeah, but she's insanely <laughs> smart. You know what I mean? Like, I think we, so yeah, we got so it like the opposite because I mean, she came on board as a producer after being a historian, yeah. being programmer and creative director, artistic director. Mm-hmm. I can't remember at 54 below. I have interviewed her many times, including for this show. And she's just one of yeah. my favorite people to talk to. She's Absolutely brilliant. And also one of the most enthusiastic people on this planet. So it's just like radiates off a joy machine. Yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. Like she raises and lifts up every voice that deserves to be heard. And we we just really stand her here at Broadway Radio. So <laughs> I'm excited to hear her on uh, this week on Broadway. So look out for that. If you're not on our Patreon, <laughs> you won't get it. Um, but I, I hope you I hope again, you, you should be on our Patreon. Like again, yeah, what don't are forget. you doing it's, with your life? What are you what are you doing? Go to www.patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Also listen to us on broadwayradio.com. And of course, you need to head to your Audible app. Yes. Or visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text. This is the easiest freaking thing to do in the world. Text Broadway Radio to 500 500 Thanks for listening today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you so much, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.